So what you see here is the very beginning of the battery assembly. You see the battery tray coming fully automatically to the assembly line. And here the whole process starts. As you see, we have a lot of robots here inside this assembly line. But here, this is, this is for the low voltage cables. Um, and um, every cable must be controlled and every cable is documented. Welcome to another episode of the Simply Clever Podcast 2.0. Today we are at the M6 production hall of the Škoda Auto Factory in Mladá Boleslav. So far this is where batteries for the plug-in hybrid cars Superb IV and Octavia IV have been produced. But not long ago Škoda Auto added traction batteries to the lineup. These are used in the all-electric models based on the MEB platform, the Enyaq IV and Enyaq Coupe IV. The company invested 130 million euros in the new facility, 200 new jobs will be created, and when running at full capacity, the line will produce more than 250 traction batteries per year. I recently had the opportunity to visit the new production line and find out how the batteries are assembled, how much of this work is automated, and how the employees were trained to work on this production line. That's the topic of today's episode and joining me is Christian Blyel, head of component production at Škoda Auto. My name is Wojciech Koval. Technologies and innovations have been my main topic as a journalist for the past few years and this is Simply Clever Podcast 2.0. Mr. Blyle, thanks for being a part of uh, Simply Clever Podcast 2.0. Hello, nice to meet you. We will be talking about the new production line, the, the new batteries production lines. But before we get to the, let's say, impact uh, of this new production line for the company, I will start with a little bit personal question, maybe, because uh, you have a long time experience uh, being a manager responsible for production of internal combustion engine and not only here in Maraboslav generally uh, within your career and suddenly you had to switch to electric vehicles and, and batteries uh, and, and so on. How does it feel? How different it is for you? Well, as you said, um, I've been working for Volkswagen Group for uh, 32 years and uh, all these 32 years it's about combustion engines and gearboxes for combustion engines. And now um, we have this transformation phase and, um, well, let's say, um, okay, product is completely different, but production of a large scale, for example, battery packs or, or um, electric engines, nearly the same, same uh, process and um, quite demanding. And uh, let's say for engineers, it's uh, quite a good experience. Yeah. How difficult was to set it all up? Because like, as, as you mentioned, for last, I don't know, 100 years. Uh, in 120, Marvel, yeah. <laughs> one year, for example, in Škoda, we yeah. produced the first combustion engine. Yeah. And suddenly you're switching to a different technology. So I guess like as a manager, it's maybe very similar. You you just, you know, say direct the, the processes and people here in your department. But uh, from the production point of view, it must be quite difficult to prepare everything for, for the start of the production. 
Yeah, but if you see an assembly line, for example, for a battery pack or for a combustion engine, there are quite a lot of processes which are similar. For example, if you see, we have a lot of robots in, in, in assembly lines for combustion engine as for, for the battery packs. And uh, um, knowing how to organize the robots, we, we know how to do that. And, uh, and, and it's about planning, it's how the setup of a project, and this is quite comparable. And, and which is what is also funny, we have even the same suppliers for machines. They, they follow us in, in this transformation, so we work with the same people. It's just another product. And, you know, in these uh, automatic assembly lines, the product doesn't play the, the, the main role. It's, the processes are nearly the same. Testing areas, for example. Um, let's say what is special in electromobility is this high voltage. There you need additional skills, you need, uh, you need a training, because this might be dangerous for all these who get in touch with the battery. This was new. So we had a lot of training, training of people understanding the product, but you know, if if you're an engineer, you you like these these kind of um, challenges uh, to understand how it works. How does the new battery pack of, of an Enyaq work? Um, what is what is key? What is important? And at the end, quite same requirements: accuracy, um, cleanness, zero uh, fault uh, strategies. Um, well, for engineers. It's good to, to have something completely new, which will lead you in the, in the, into the next 30 years or 50 years. So we're happy to, be, to do that. Yeah. It's nice to see you're quite excited about that as an engineer. How about the employees on the, on the production line itself? How do they react to these changes? Let's say we create new jobs here, jobs with, which lead into the future. For example, here for the battery pack, it's about 500 workplaces. They're new here in Mladá Boleslav. And uh, of course, especially young people want to go into these places because they say, okay, this is the future, obviously. And uh, so you don't have any problems to find people who wants to work in these new lines, in these new subjects. Okay, so maybe let's get to the production line itself because we talked about the more general from, from your personal uh, point of view. But uh, let's give uh, the listeners some hard numbers, let's say. So how, how big the production line uh, will be, actually? Yeah, we invest here a production assembly line for capac daily capacity of 1,500 um, battery packs per day. And um, these battery packs, they will be installed in the in the ENIAC and then the ENIAC Coupé here in Mladá Boleslav. So nearly the half of these battery packs will stay here for the next years, for the next three, four, five years. And the other uh, half go to um, another Volkswagen plant, which is three hours from here. It's in, in Zwickau. And we will send these battery packs there to, yeah, to Zwickau in, in, in Germany. Our total invest for, the, for this assembly line is uh, 185 million euro. So you can imagine uh, yeah, the technology that is invested here. Huge automatization, um, huge stock. Yeah, and 500 workplaces, as I mentioned already. Yeah. So with these batteries, you've said that the half will be used here in La Bolestov, how will go to Fauve Group, let's say. So with these batteries, uh, you will be like self-sufficient. You, you won't have any external uh, yeah. suppliers All for this, Enyaq and Enyaq Coupé. Yeah. Enyaq Coupé will completely be delivered by, by us. Yeah. yeah. So why did you need to build this assembly line? Like why did you want it to 
produce your own batteries. Yeah, we want to be, Skoda wants to be part of the transformation into electromobility. And this means also be part of the component network. We always produced engine and gearboxes for Skodas. And in the futures, the gearboxes and the engines, this will be the e-machine and it will be the battery pack. So um, we want to be part of the know-how and of, of the production network, you know, they, that we exchange battery packs in, in whole, all over Europe and the same for, for the e-engines. And um, we want to get into these subjects. We want to, to build up know-how. And it's also for, for economical reason. Um, we, we are able to produce battery packs, of course, let's say cheaper than in Germany. Yeah, And this helps for the positioning of the ENIAC and for the future BEFs that we will produce here in Skoda. And of course, you, you will show that you're very important part of the processes within the Fauver Group, one of the producers of the battery for the whole group. Of course, exactly. That's that's it. And we also will prove that we will go the simply clever way of Skoda, meaning investing maybe a little bit less and being cheaper than in, in Western Europe. So what will change actually here in Mladaboslav with the start of the new production line? Like when uh, you assemble all the vehicles here in Mladaboslav, will there be any changes? Will, will there be some new positions within the within the factory? Honestly saying they are not in production. There are not so many differences. Of course, we have new production lines. We invested 200 million euros nearly. Um, so, um, so you have the newest generation of machines here of installations. Um, this is new. We have a higher qualification. And let's say, okay, of course, a battery pack is, let's say, weights nearly 500 kilogram, largest. So logistics are quite, quite demanding for us. Um, this would be new, but at the end, processes are nearly the same. We have a new product, we have new skills here, but at the end, it's not, not that uh, huge uh, difference. Yeah. Mr. Blyer took me directly to M6 production hall to show me how the batteries are assembled. So we're at the very beginning of the assembly line right now where the battery tray arrives, is unpacked and then the, the, uh, so the production starts. Exactly. So what you see here is the very beginning of the battery assembly. You see the battery tray coming fully automatically to the assembly line. And here the whole process starts. Okay, so, so it's unpacked, so it's, it's mounted on the e-card and exactly. it goes through the... It goes fully automatically through the assembly line. So, and then it goes to the next station. And here in this station, the gap filler is applied. We need the gap filler um, for the cooling of the modules because this is what we the, the next... The, the, um, the battery modules will be assembled here, will be fixed to the battery tray. So, and uh, for the cooling, we need a very good contact between the cooling plate, the battery tray, and the modules. And this is done by, by this gap filler, which is applied here. So, it, it helps to better distribute the heat while exactly. the battery module is exactly. because, charging. Of course, when it's discharged the battery, there's heat in the battery system and you need to put off uh, the heat out of the modules. And this is done by the gap filler. And we will put the, the 
not more than 95% of the surface must be filled with this, must be covered by this gap filler. And this is done by these fully automatic uh, stations. And then there goes the, the battery module, it's pressed. It's pressed into the gap filler. And then afterwards, these modules are screwed and are fixed to the, to the frame. Okay. So in here you see the screwing of the modules. It's quite important to have the right position for each modules. And one battery system consists of um, 8 to 12 modules. Um, if you have 12 modules inside, then we have 82 kilowatt hours um, of, of power here inside the, the battery. So and uh, once the modules are inside, next step is um, to install the, the high voltage cables. This is a process which is uh, um, highly automized. And here you see all these stations where these high voltage, they are applicated by hand and after it's screwed automatically. And uh, there will be like uh, both uh, the EVs produced uh, at the same line as, for example, Octavias and, and yeah. so on. So yeah. it, it will, it yeah, will yeah. mix together. It's yeah. possible to produce on one line both. both. This is special here in Enchkoda. But in the whole M13, we are able to produce Octavia and Enyaq on the same line. Yeah. Yeah. So only at one point there will be uh, a battery pack. Uh, but completely in... impossible to produce on an assembly line of a combustion engine, a battery pack, you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe let's dig a little deeper into the battery packs itself. Can we maybe explain how does it work now it's produced actually? Because, you know, I've spent a few months with the electromobility, so I have a general notion about how does it look like. But uh, maybe we can explain like what the battery, what's the main components of the battery, how it's produced. Maybe we start with the battery pack that will be assembled here. Consists of eight, ten 12 or 13 um, battery modules. These battery modules, they consist of uh, 24 or uh, number of cells because people, they're, they're mixing these things. And uh, cells and uh, these modules of cells, they come from suppliers. We have um, different suppliers, for example, in Hungary, Poland and uh, Germany or China. And so this is the core of, of these battery packs. And then it's, um, it's about um, to deliver, to, to, to have these modules here. And then assembly starts. The frame, the battery pack, where, where, where the modules get in, this comes from Czech Republic. It's a Chinese um, supplier which uh, has opened a new plant here in close to, to Prague. Um, it's produced also here in, in Czech Republic. And the first step is, for example, is to put these um, these modules into the frame. And uh, sounds easy. It's not that easy because <laughs> it's about accuracy. And, for example, you need kind of fluid which is between the modules and, and the pack for the thermal um, conduction so that, that the heat and the coldness can get into the modules. So as you describe it, it actually sounds a little bit more difficult than to just uh, produce a combustion engine, because that's a know-how you you had. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, you know handy people here in Škoda, handy mechanics basically. Uh, you know, as I said, it's quite comparable. Uh, 
to produce an, 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 a block and a combustion engine block um, is also quite demanding. Yeah, there you have the microns that you have to, to produce uh, accuracies in uh, micron dimensions. Here it's more, let's say, um, it's, it's uh, all the harnesses that, that, that you have to fix. Also the position of the modules, for example, in the frame is quite important. Uh, you have to take care of, uh, you know, these battery packs, these modules, they, they are quite, they can burn. <laughs> Once they burn, it's not that easy to, to chill them down. Um, so you have a lot of, um, you have to take care of that. You have to sway the whole process. Yeah. You're also producing already uh, the batteries for plug-in hybrid models here in Škoda Auto. So what is the difference there? Not so much differences. Uh, smaller battery. The PHEV battery has only capacity of 13 kilowatt hours and uh, the large scale battery for the ENIAC has uh, 82 kilowatt hours. So it's it's about the, the mileage, uh, how, how many kilometers you want to drive with your electrical car. And combustion, um, and these PHEV cars, they have a combustion engine on board. So that's why they have only 50 kilometers range, let's say, with their battery. Yeah. But I guess it was kind of important to have these experiences with, with the smaller batteries already within while you were basically preparing the, the production of the exactly ones. We, yeah. we are already experienced, so we are sure that we will ramp up here the BEV battery as well. And people are already um, have skills for, 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 for electric batteries, yeah. As you see, we have a lot of robots here inside, the, inside this assembly line. But here, this is, this is for the low voltage cables. Um, these stations, um, they are needed in order to, to, uh, to connect these modules, the controllers of the modules, these are low voltage cables which are installed here. These are 24 cables which must be fixed and um, every cable must be controlled and every cable is documented and also the fixation is, uh, is um, documented here in the stations. And because this battery system is quite quite large, you will see that, that the, the battery systems, they are um, um, they are moved to, to another position so that it's very ergonomic for the for the worker here to apply these cables. Yeah, so they don't have to bend over the battery, exactly. but they exactly. have it right on from them. They have the right position, and, and yeah, so that they couldn't do it all the day long. Yeah. Okay. And what is important here is really every single operation is controlled, and it's also documented in the system because this is key for for the battery system that we have all connections done very correctly. Yeah. This is really important stations here. What is really important for battery system is they must be sealed, they must be tightened. And um, in order to, to, to ensure that, the first operation here is um, to applicate a fluid sealing by robots. This is also very sophisticated uh, station and it's um, control all the day controlled by cameras that we have the right ceiling everywhere yeah. and the next station is to put the cover on the on the battery system it's, a, it's a, an iron cover and um, this is also um, put by by robots and afterwards it's about to fix this cover on the battery system 
Um, and this is done by, by 82 screws for each battery system. And um, we have here quite quite interesting process. It's this flow drill process, and uh, these are screws um, that cut themselves, and all the, th the thread is done by themselves. At the high speed, these screws uh, are turned, and so the, the aluminium welds a little bit, and so we have them whole, and afterwards the thread inside. Yep. And this goes very fast, so two seconds per screw. So we are, we are able here to to screw. 1,500 um, battery systems afterwards, and this is uh, three parallel stations, which which will close these battery systems. Why do you use this technology, the, the flow drill? It's, it's, faster, it's faster, faster, cheaper, and it's more secure. You know, it's as I said, the tightness is very important here, and this is a system which is very, very tight, very, uh, very safe. Yeah. yeah, it's about the modules. Modules them safe. They are intelligent they have controllers then in the battery system we have all these harnesses and uh, we have a controller battery controller um, which is also which will control the battery and which will for example if ever we have a problem for example if the currency is too low or too high or temperature is not okay they will send a signal to the car for example or they will send a signal here to the test bench and so we we always know what is the status of the battery and uh, so we are sure that we only have batteries that are completely okay that will be delivered to our customers every battery get tested here we have um, 11 test benches and each battery has a testing time of 10 minutes and what we do here is for example, to see if the high voltage systems works exactly as, as, as it has to do. What about temperatures during usage? Um, for example, the electrical uh, resistance is tested and also the communication between the controller of the whole battery and the modules if this works. And this is done here and by at the end of this test and if everything is okay, the battery gets charged at a, at a SOC, which means state of charge of 24%. This 24% is optimal for, for transportation and uh, for storage. So here we are at the end of, of the whole battery assembly and what is important here, here you have a battery which is tested, which is sealed, which has all electric functionality and only if the battery has all these testing and okay, okay testing, then it gets kind of a seal, a data matrix code which uh, which will show that this battery is okay. And then you see this battery goes up in an elevator to the storage system. And in the storage system, we can, we can store up to 3,500 battery systems, um, which go then to either ENIAC production or to the ID production in, in, in Germany. Let's look a little, little bit uh, into the future. So you will have uh, your own production line. You will produce your own batteries for Enyaq Coupe uh, and Enyaq and some probably some some future EVs, of course. But does the the fact that you have your own production line of, of the, the battery production line does it help you to let's say develop a new uh, new models uh, in the future? You know, to to work with, with the technology to be part of the this developing process too. Yeah. We are part of the, the group network, and for example, we have 
we have a centralized um, developing of, 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 of BEF, which makes sense. You know, it's all about scales and, and you need a huge scale of numbers to in order to develop, for example, a new battery pack or a new engine, even new cells. This is extremely expensive. So you have centralized uh, developing. But of course, um, if you have any changement, for example, in future battery packs, it's about to say, okay, how can we implement this um, the most easiest way, let's say, uh, with less invest. And that's where we, we can give our know-how and our, let's say, planning um, uh, competences and say, okay, we would do it like this. And if, you, if, you, if the construction is a little bit different, then we might save a lot of money. And that's where, where we end in, in the project. Yeah. It's also about quality. If, if, if there are any quality issues, we, we analyze all these, these systems. So we build up a lot of know-how and um, it's an exchange between all the brands and the Volkswagen Group. Everybody has competences and we put these competences together. But, but you have the first-hand information, basically, because you see exactly. how the batteries are the made. So you can give the feedback to, to this. Exactly. This, yeah. And we know how it works, exactly how it works. And we know all the, all the problems there, there might be. And uh, we have also, yeah, let's say, ideas how to develop these ideas. It's important to be in, in this business. Yeah, I, I can imagine it might be helpful even for the testing of the new models or Exactly. Even exactly. current current cars uh, to have the possibility to produce your own batteries, not to be reliable on like okay, we need to test these cars. Can you give us this amount of batteries? Yeah, we have specific cars. For example, we have the Skoda Enyaq, which is a little bit different uh, than the other cars, and uh, we have our experiences. And um, yeah, but here it's here where we build up uh, our know-how. Yeah. If we look a little bit more into the future, I know it's from the journalist point of view, it's really interesting question. And I, I know the managers don't like it because uh, it's uh, you, you're you're happy that you're starting your own production and, and we'll be asking about the far future, let's say. But hypothetically, will there be some more production, battery production lines uh, in the future in here in Czech Republic? As, as you said, there will be probably the shift from the combustion engines to uh, EVs generally in some, I don't know, maybe decades, whatever. So uh, I guess it will it will uh, change. Very short here. question. We plan uh, for every battery electric vehicle that is produced by Škoda, we plan to produce the, the battery pack um, in-house in Škoda. So uh, once we are, we have more cars, <laughs> then we will in invest in, in these battery packs. And also the newest generation, we try always to have the newest, newest generation here in production. Yeah. yeah. So this will ramp up, of course. <laughs> One more thing, of course, there's, there's uh, a huge debate about the how, let's say the second life of the batteries, about the recycling. So what are the plans uh, in, in this area? Yeah, as you said, we have different possibilities. Uh, we have the reuse, um, second life, for example, for home storage or energy storage uh, systems. And, um, and we work that together on a, on a group level. And the idea is uh, by the end to have closed loops. So all the materials that are in these batteries uh, to reuse them and yeah, 
to produce new cells and, and battery systems out of, uh, of out of recycling, for example. And for that, we have an initiative in in uh, Salzgitter plant where we have already recycling uh, facilities on a let's say small scale. But this is the future to be independent of. Uh, let's say, all the materials that they need on, on the whole world. Let's say maybe in 10, 20, 30 years, we might have closed loops that we don't need new materials for, for battery packs. Yeah, because obviously there will be plenty of the materials to recycle within the forward yeah, group. which are quite expensive. Yeah. We were talking about your experiences uh, with, with the combustion engines. I can imagine when you were driving like earlier the ICEs, the the uh, cars with the combustion engine. I can imagine you you driving and thinking about okay, this this engine is working pretty pretty well and it's quiet and it has a good acceleration or whatever. whatever. Uh, do you have the same uh, same uh, thing with the with the EV while driving driving, for example, the Enyaq? Do you think about the battery? How does it work uh, and so on? Have you ever driven the, the Enyaq? It's yeah. Fascinating. The, these, the torque they have, the, the power they have, really, it's really cool driving the, these electric cars. Uh, people can't imagine that because acceleration is excellent. And, uh, and I think uh, 90% of, of, of cases, these cars are now even better than combustion engines. Huh? And so I think it's fascinating. And once you, you have these cars, I think... Yeah, you're quite, let's say, um, convinced about about this concept. So we'll be walking around on the streets and you see the Enyaq owner and you will be saying like, okay, I, I made this battery for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's the same also for, for combustion engines. Knowing that the most of the combustion engines, or let's say half of the combustion engines has been produced in Skodas here in, in, in-house, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Mr. Bale, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for the interview. And of course, good luck uh, uh, with, with the new production. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to the latest episode of the Simply Clever Podcast 2.0. The next one will be available on simplycleverpodcast.com and your favorite podcast platforms in two weeks. Until then, take care and if you happen to be driving, drive safely. Drive safely.